Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Hope everyone uh, had a wonderful week. Monday, uh, every Sunday from 9 to noon, I'll have the Olive Tree program. And the podcasts always are on 1360khnc.com. I'm going to begin with verses out of Amos today. Chapter 3, verse 3. How can two people walk together unless they are in agreement? How can two people walk together unless they are in agreement? Verse 4. A lion in the forest doesn't roar unless he has caught an animal or it has its prey. How does a young lion growl in its den when it has caught nothing? Verse 5, a bird will not fall into a trap where there is no bait. The trap will not trap or spring shut if there's nothing to catch. When a trumpet blows a warning, when it sounds in a city, do the people not tremble? When trouble and disaster comes to a city, Has the Lord caused it? Verse 7, Before the Lord God, before the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, does anything, He tells His plans, His instructions, to His servants, the prophets. The lion has roared, which is a symbol of coming judgment, who wouldn't be afraid? The Lord God has spoken, who will not prophesy? In a matter of a month, the world has gone from a state of what we could consider stable, stability, maybe a little bit of peace, in spite of all the problems with the the viruses but now in a month we have conflict in the Ukraine is God roaring is God sending a message to the inhabitants of the earth if he is generally the children of the world will understand it 
but not realize the significance from a biblical point of view. But with the Christian people, when things and events occur, we have a way to look into what God may be speaking. Well, in the Bible, in the Scripture, we're going to we're going to go into the book of Matthew, chapter twenty five, chapter twenty four, in just a second. But God is speaking; a lion is roaring. The people of the world realize that this is a significant matter with Russia moving into the Ukraine. Everyone has their opinion, their view. Uh, They are uh, calling Vladimir Putin the devil, Russia evil. Then others in other parts of the world are calling the West, the EU, America evil. But what does God have to say about all of this? We're going to talk about Russia in the Bible. There is a specific prophecies about Russia, and many who are and have been Christians, who are Christians, have been Christians for years and years, have studied or know about the verses in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. There are briefly a few comments that Ezekiel made. At the end of the world, in the last days, in the latter time, Russia has a role to play in the, with the societies of the world. There are prophecies specifically about the ruling authority, the power that rules over and protects Russia and directs Russia, called Gog. It is a spirit. It is a principality. And this spirit oversees a land, a, an area called Magog. And in that land, in that area, there are two peoples, Meshach, Meshach, and Tubal. These are the two sons, the prominent sons of Japheth, Noah's, one of Noah's three sons. And in the last years, before Christ's return, there is a prophecy that God has spoken about Russia, the Rosh, the people of Rosh, Russia. The prophecy is that God is against the spirit and the people at a time at the end. When a person goes in, uh, let's say, to the hospital for a surgery, you don't go in just for a surgery. You have a reason to go in, and a you're going to have a uh, your appendix removed, or gallbladder, or there's a specific purpose for your going into the hospital. There's a specific purpose. For Russia at the end of the world. All through time, 
Russia has been in history. But these two chapters in Ezekiel each begin with one thing. I am against you, O Gog. Chapter 38, I am against you. God says, I am against you. Chapter 39, God says, I am against you. And Amos says that before God does anything, before the lion decides to bring judgment upon the world or a judgment upon a nation, like in this case, Russia, God said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob said that before I do anything, I am going to warn my prophets and I am going to instruct them to speak and disclose my plan, my will, and what I'm about to do. Russia is being prepared for her coming judgment. Now you can, you can have an attitude toward Russia, toward Vladimir Putin. It's irrelevant. You can feel what you want. But what Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 is presenting, that from God's perspective, you need, and we as believers, must look at things from God's perspective. You know, in football, you have a favorite team. You're swayed by your emotion, your feelings, your concepts. But... In this situation with Russia, at the end of the world, God has something to say, and what He says is important. His, what He is disclosing to the world may not be understood by the world, but it should be understood by the Christian people. I am not against Vladimir Putin. I am not against Russia. The conflict in the Ukraine is the beginning signs of God's plan for a nation. And we have to view things from God's perspective. If not, as Christians, you're going to be swayed by the media. And you'll miss what God is, is saying to the world. Ezekiel 38 and 39, God is saying that I have a purpose, I have a plan, an ancient plan. And I'll, I'd like to present it to you this way. For years, centuries, men have been saying that Jesus Christ is going to return. But he has not returned. He hasn't. Re there's. He. We're waiting. But there's going to be a time when he does return. And the, the focus of my ministry has has shifted. I've I've shifted in my focus. All through the years in ministry, I've had seasons, and each season has been different. And now, the season in my ministry and what God has uh, directed me to do now has shifted. And I have shifted to a position 
by studying what the Bible has to say in the prophetic word, my position, all of a sudden, one day I realized we are at the beginning of the final ten years that precede Christ's return, the decade before he returns. And as I began to consider this months and months and months ago, I started to realize by the background I have with the prophetic scripture and the knowledge I have about the events of the world, what has happened uh, just with the nations uh, in the last 40, 50 years, last 100 years, 150 years. And all of a sudden I realized, of course, there has to be a time prior to Christ's return. And I had the thought, I think, by the, by the unction of the Holy Spirit, focus on the last ten years. Look at what I am speaking in my Bible about the last ten years, the last decade before I return. Because by looking at the prophetic word, looking at the conditions and what is happening in the world, you'll see my hand. And I realized, okay, and then everything fit. My ministry is not the ministry of planting and watching God's children come to maturity. The growing season in the body of Christ is coming to an end. 2,000 years ago, the seeds were spread and Christ was being propagated, preached, and people by the thousands and tens of thousands and millions began to get saved. And the growing season from that time, roughly 2,000 years ago to the present, we've been in a time of growth. The churches have been expanding internationally. The body of believers people coming to Christ into the household of God has increased. But now, we're at the end of the world. It's just like at the end of summer, whatever has been planted begin, doesn't grow as quickly. It's pretty much put in a, maintain, uh, a maintaining pattern. People who are coming to Christ today are not going to have 20, 30, 40, 50 years to mature, to grow in Christ. No. That growing season has come to an end. The summer season for growth in the body of Christ has come to an end. Now we've entered into the time of harvest. We are entering into the time where the great harvest of mankind, some to the barn, Christ will take them into his hand, into his barn. The rest are likened to grapes that are going to be harvested and put into a wine press. We're at the harvest season. This is my ministry to inform the children to, the, to this audience, to the people that I minister to. I can't minister to... Uh, I have a... a, a God is ordained 
a, I have a footprint, you might say, of people that I will affect, I will influence, I will reach. And there are different ministries throughout the country. There are some ministries that are mainly teaching ministries. Other ministries are, uh, well, just many different things, depending on what field uh, each individual pastor has been given. And I'm talking about those that have been ordained into the responsible positions throughout the country. Some have started with ministries. They're big ministries now. That's not my calling. My calling is not to have a big ministry. I, uh, I am a pastor. I have pastoral abilities. But that's not my strength. I can do that. I have done it. I will continue to be a pastor in the sense of a shepherd as required. That's not my strength. I have other strengths. I Another strength, another thing that I do is the matter of evangelism. Pretty much on every program I encourage people that are listening that are not saved, that have not come to Christ, that may know of Christ but have never had a experience of who He is in reality. I encourage them your only hope in the future is this Messiah of God, of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This Messiah is the only one that's going to help you in the future. He's the only one that can give you hope. And He will give you eternal life. You're going to die at some point. Don't die without Christ. He gives a free gift of God. It's eternal life. But it comes through Him, through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the prophetic world, I my strength is uh, with the prophetic scripture. I'm a person who have I have prophetic abilities, and I use those abilities mainly with the scripture, with the Bible. Not a view, not an opinion, not just a conviction, but I look at the Bible to see what does the Bible say. I say to this audience, to those in this, to those that I'm reaching, look at your future and realize this is the last decade. Many in the audience are elderly, and a decade will go by like a, like a flash. You who are young, you think, well, I'm going to make my plans for 5, 10, 20 years out. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have children. I'm going to get a college degree. I'm going to go into the workforce. I'm going to buy a home. I say that your Thinking is going to change. It's not going to change because I say it's going to change. It's going to change because as I present to you what is going to happen in the last ten years before Christ's return, and I give you the Scripture, and I show you step by step how God 
uses the whole Bible and he hides mysteries. There are mysteries hidden. Things that are not revealed that have to be revealed at the right time. Example, we many in, in the last 45 years I have talked about Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. But it, it has never been time. <clears throat> the time thing, the conditions weren't right. But now the conditions are right. One of the conditions for Ezekiel 38 39, for Rosh, the people of Rosh, Russia, for the prophecies to come to pass. One of the conditions is Russia must be great again. I use President Trump's terminology. Russia, for the last century plus, has been under attack, trying to, I believe, that the forces of darkness, Satan knows prophecy and is doing everything possible to keep prophecy from being fulfilled so he can overthrow God once and for all, forever. But Russia is attacked with the Bolshevik Revolution. Russia is attacked at the time of Hitler's trying to invade Russia. Russia is attacked when the Ronald Reagan, we destroyed the power of the ruble in Russia back in the late 80s, early 90s. Russia's been under constant attack. But Russia has to be made great. Russia has to be a military power in the world. Has to be an economic power. If you think, and if we think, that the restrictions and the sanctions that America's putting on Russia are going to stop Russia from fulfilling her destiny, we're wrong. No. The sanctions that Joe Biden and this administration are putting on Russia don't mean a hill of beans to God. Doesn't matter to God. God's word is going to come to pass. Russia's not going to deplete her resources in the Ukraine. Not going to uh, deplete the military personnel in the Ukraine. She's going to get political victories by what's happening in the Ukraine. Nations surrounding, uh, uh, nations sounding, surrounding Russia are going to join with Russia according to Ezekiel 38 and 39. And the man that God has put in that position from a biblical point of view, whether you see it or you don't, is Vladimir Putin. This man has had the hand of God on him, whether you believe it or not, to make Russia great. Years ago, in the studies of Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, this man was, this man was responsible for hardship, murder, death, suffering, invasion of Israel. But we accept that he was put there by God for a purpose. And that purpose came to pass. God told the children of Israel, you're going to go into bondage because you have strayed from me. And I'm going to send a foreign king to invade and take you captive into another nation. 
Nebuchadnezzar, I think there were two invasions. Goes and, and the Lord even told the children of Israel, if you fight against him, you're going to die. Well, eventually out of that these invasions, Daniel and young men, the choice men of Israel, ended up in Babylon. And guess what? Not only did Daniel and these men end up in Babylon of that time, they made Babylon great. They made Babylon a great empire. And Nebuchadnezzar, as a king, they made him a great king. And his son, Vladimir Putin, from a biblical point of view, God is telling the Christian children, firstly, the world don't, won't understand it. Israel may not understand it. But the born-again people must understand that when God says Russia is going to be made great, Russia will be great because she has a destiny, and that destiny is going to come to pass. Okay, end of the first break. Rick Rodriguez, podcast 1360, khnc.com for today's program. Tell your friends, let them know, tune in. Prophecy is being fulfilled. Rick Rodriguez. Want to tune into a talk show program where the subject matter actually matters and something you want to discuss? Join me, J.D., for Swamp Fight, Saturdays from noon to 1, right here on AM 1360. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. I may not be a doctor, but I know this. You wouldn't leave your loved one in a box to collect dust and rust for 15 years, but you can do it to your gun. Just let me see it before it hurts the wrong someone. Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith. I've been repairing and cleaning firearms for 15 years. I started My Favorite Gunsmith to make sure your freedom stick goes boom. So if you're having any issues, big or small, shoot me a text, give me a call, 970-776-0258. It's 970-776-0258. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like. Same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? 
If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. I'll show off. Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us. I told you so. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. As I finished that last uh, half-hour segment, I uh, was talking about Russia, Vladimir Putin, from the perspective of the Bible. The opinions of the people in the world concerning Russia, their opinions, whether they uh, hate Russia, hate Putin, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. What God has to say, that's what matters. And the Christian people were fickle. What God has to say is what we should look at because God is telling us what is coming. This is Rick Rodriguez. The program is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. This is my radio church. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, tell your friends. Your friends, you and your friends, should all want to know what does the Bible say about the time that we're in. Many prophecy teachers throughout the country, throughout time. My ministry is to warn God's children, to inform them we're at the beginning, we are in the last decade prior to Christ's return. And many prophecy teachers would probably want to debate me on that, and I would love to debate them on it. You see the sky at night, sailor delight. See the red sky in the morning, sailor take warning. The Holy Spirit is warning the world, like I was reading out of Amos. There is a a lion roaring in the distance. And when you hear, God is saying to Amos, when you hear the roar of the lion in the distance you know the enemy is out there. And when you hear the cubs howling, you know they have a prey. You know they've been successful in their hunt. And Amos 3.7, God isn't going to do anything until He reveals what He's going to do in the world in this time in which we live through His servants, the prophets. He can't, he has to warn you, the believers, before he does it. Before he fulfills prophecy, he must warn 
his children. He's held to his word. And there are men that God has ordained with insight into the time and to the word to present to God's children the insights to warn them. Each one of us, you have been called into the body of Christ. You've been called. You've been ordained to eternal life. You've been ordained to, whether you're, if you're a female or a male, you've been ordained to your position as far as your gender. It's not an accident. If you're, what, whatever race you are, have been born into, it was not an accident. You were ordained to that. You can't change it. And people fight God. Why did you make me like this? You can't fight Him. You have been ordained to things that you cannot change. You, we, have been ordained to finish out the last decade in time. That's my ministry. My ministry is to warn God's children... You better prepare for the long race. Don't think that you're going to be pulled out through rapture. You're not. You need stamina, spiritual stamina, to finish this race that you're in. You need endurance. You need wisdom. You're going to need all the knowledge of God You're going to need understanding like you've never needed understanding before. You're going to need God's grace like never before. You've been ordained. We have been ordained to be in this time. Excuse me. We don't have a choice. We have to prepare, accept, Except what God has decided. Excuse me. Oh, I know Satan hates it, doesn't he? The devil. The devil really hates it. You, God is warning the Christian churches in America. The children of God. The pastors that have these big assemblies where the people just come every week rehearsing what was rehearsed 20 years ago are not going to be effective. They're not going to be protected. They're going to be victims. God is sending as a prophet in what God has called me to do in my prophetic ministry. My ministry is not a ministry in a sense of love. Yes, I love God's people. But the prophets in the Old Testament, as you study, they looked at everything from the righteous perspective of a holy God. A God who was holy, who was righteous, who had a purpose, a plan, and the people of God would run from that. 
and God would bring punishment to them. The prophets warn people that God is a righteous God and we as God's people are His army. And when God decides to muster us for battle, bring us into the battle to number us, we don't have a say in the matter. The In the churches of God, in the assembly of God, in the household of God, God is mustering, numbering His people for the coming battle. We've always been in battle, but we've never been in a battle like we're going to go into. Very shortly, the churches of God are going to go into the tribulation. We're presently in a time, a season called birth pains. I can prove it. I'm looking right here at the Gospel of Matthew. I have done studies in Matthew for 40-something years. I've read, I don't know how many times I have read Matthew chapter 24. But about a year ago, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes. And I thought, I've never seen this before. And I, about six months ago, seven, eight months ago, to this audience, I went through Matthew chapter 24 with you. Matthew 24 is the chapter that talks about the last decade before Christ returns. It's in a code that has been, I don't know, I didn't see it, but I realized, wait a minute, the Lord was laying out to the disciples the last decade prior to His coming. And I looked at that and I thought, there it is. Black and the white. I think maybe for this audience I better go over it for you. So you can see that Christ, the disciples said, let me go to verse 1 here. Okay? I go to different translations, but I'm going to go from the King James. Matthew chapter 24. <clears throat> Actually, he wants to go to the expanded Bible, but I'm going to go to the King James. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay. Jesus went out. Now, he's leaving. He's leaving. He's walking away from the temple. What he's telling, telling us is he is walking away from Judaism. He's walking away from his plan that he initially had with the children of Israel. He's walking out. He's leaving. It says he departs from the temple. He's leaving the things that are the most significant things to the Jewish people. The temple. He's departing. And it says that his disciples come to him and they, as he's walking away, they're saying, Lord, why are you leaving the temple? You, as Messiah, should be coming to the temple. And he says, he said, they came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, you look at these things. Look at these things. 
of a truth, truly, I say to you, there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. This was the touchstone for the children of Israel, the temple. And it was supposed to be. But he's saying, I'm going to tear it down. One stone is not going to be left on top of another stone. They're all going to be thrown down. He's implying two things. He no longer can use Judaism as a religion. The the priesthood in the condition that it was in and he could no longer and he wanted to make it clear to them that he was going to his body physically was going to die that temple was going to die he was going to die and in other gospels he would raise it up in three days but he's not talking about that in Matthew 24 Then it says in verse 3, He sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to Him in quiet, asking, Tell us, when shall these things be when that temple is going to be destroyed? Now, He was also talking about what would happen when Titus would enter into Jerusalem in A.D. 70 and tear the temple down when the Roman armies would invade Jerusalem. He was also implying that also. And they're asking, this temple, Lord, means everything to us. When is this going to happen? And Lord, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? Well, they weren't even discussing the end of the world or the sign of his coming. He's talking about the temple. Tell us, when will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming, the end of the world? And here's where it begins right here, the last decade. The last decade. And it does take place prior to the last decade in the time in which we are in. But it gets more specific. He said, Many are going to come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. Verse 4, I should back up. Verse 4, he said, Firstly, Pay attention. Guard yourself. Make sure that no man deceive you. Deception would become the spirit of the age. Deception. Since Donald Trump came into office, we have a new term. Fake news. We see Christians that are have their eyes opened are under uh, realize the evil and the deception in this country. I look at what is happening in the Ukraine and the deception taking place there. Be careful that no man deceive you. Many are going to come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. There's a more and more people because of their arrogance or saying, hey, I don't need God, I am God. No, that's too deep to go down. I'm sorry, I'm not going to go down that. They'll come saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. 
at the beginning of the 10 years of the last decade, especially, you will hear of wars, rumors of wars. In the last month, this is coming to pass. You're going to hear of wars, rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. These things must happen. They must come to pass. But the end is not yet. The end meaning 10 years out. That's when the end is coming, but not yet. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be ethnos against ethnos, race against race, nation against nation. There will be famines. This year they have stated the great famines like the world has never seen have just begun. There are many in the media that are saying the famines are coming because of the price of increase in fuel. Pestilences. Pestilences don't mean like bed bugs, roaches. It means diseases. It means plagues, things that affect man internally, not externally only. There are going to be earthquakes everywhere. That right there through verse 8 is the three roughly years before the beginning of tribulation. So you have in verse 8, these are the beginning of sorrows. Other translations say the beginning of birth pains. Now, at the end of the birth pains, then you have chapter 9. I'm sorry, you have verse 9. At the end of the birth pains, chapter verse 8, you have verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. This is the beginning of the persecution of the body of Christ in the nations. This is the beginning of the 70th week for those that understand what I'm saying. The beginning of the seven years of tribulation. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Then many will be offended and will betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and deceive many. This is the beginning of the tribulation. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same will be saved. Well, the present truth, I'm sorry, uh, so Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez, will be back in just a few minutes to finish up the first hour. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. 
Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama would have Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Hey listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st or March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment. Every Sunday from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Again with your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcast 1360KHNC.com Podcast 1360KHNC.com My mailing address is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. Longmont, Colorado, 80. 502. Verse 8. Nation or verse 7. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, earthquakes in places, in place after place. All this is but the beginning of the early pains of the birth pains 
of intolerable anguish. We have been a world in anguish for the last two years. It's just the beginning. This this is the time before the tribulation begins. Verse 9. Then then they will hand you over to suffer affliction and tribulation. The beginning of the tribulation. And put you to death. You'll be hated by all nations for my my name's sake. Now I'm going to jump all the way down to verse 21. It talks about the abomination of desolation. Standing in the holy place. And what happens when this happens, when he stands in that holy place? Then there will be great tribulation, affliction, distress, and oppression, such as not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, and never will be again. You have pre-tribulation, the time of birth anguish, birth pains. Then you have tribulation when you're going to be put to death. Then you have the abomination of desolation and great tribulation. Affliction, distress, oppression. Such hardship that has not been seen from the beginning of the world. Then verse 22, the Lord says, If those days had not been shortened, no human being would endure and survive. But for the sake of God's elect, His chosen ones, those days will be shortened. So right here in Matthew 24... I'm not going to go into this next hour. I'm going back to Russia to the prophecy about Russia. You have in Matthew 24 what happens in the last decade before the tribulation. Then you have the tribulation, which is seven, three and a half years, another three and a half years for great tribulation. That puts us in late into the game prior to Christ's return. So, it's right there in Matthew 24. Study it. Rick Rodriguez will be back in a few minutes for Hour 2 of the Olive Tree Ministry Program. Every Sunday, 9 to 12. Podcast 1360KHNC.com. 1360KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Denver police make a massive haul of illegal drugs with a major bust. Suspect Arthur Mills was arrested, probably won't be back on the streets anytime soon. He's facing multiple criminal charges related to manufacturing and distributing controlled substances. Mills taken into custody after police executed warrants at two homes. Police say they've confiscated from those locations a huge amount of contraband, 179 pounds, not ounces, of meth, cocaine, heroin, and crack, along with eight to 10,000 pills of that highly concentrated and dangerous opioid fentanyl, along with some 20 guns. COVID restrictions have been lifted in much of Colorado, downtown Denver, an area that doesn't look like it's living through a pandemic anymore. 
The Mile High City St. Patrick's Day Parade returns Saturday, Denver Restaurant Week is back, and a lot of businesses say they're ready to welcome customers back to something approaching normal. It was the first St. Patrick's Day Parade since 2019. Public health officials saying the state's in good position now regarding COVID. The weekly positivity rate on testing hovering around 3%, immunity is said to be high, both from inoculations and from folks recovering from having the coronavirus. And this was announced earlier in the week, in case you missed it, Denver's Ball Arena and Paramount Theater, owned by the same company as the Nuggets and Avalanche, have relaxed their restrictions too. No masking or proof of vaccination needed anymore at events like Avs and Nuggets games and concerts. I'm Jim Williams. In sports, as an NCAA Division I men's basketball program, the Northern Colorado Bears have made only one postseason tournament back in 2011. Last night, they'd had the chance to get into the big dance again, facing number one seed Montana State in the Big Sky Conference tournament. But the Bears trailed by 12 at halftime with the league's leading scorer, Dalen Kuntz, held to only 5 of 15 shooting from the field. Bears could never get any momentum. The Bobcats won 87-66. I'm Ted Werbin. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Kenny Main here with news that Caesar actually prefers calling croutons baby toast. Interesting. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app now and sign up with promo code Radio Eat. Bet $50 and new users get a $250 Uber Eats gift card. Must be 21 and physically present in Colorado. New customers with eligible promo code only. Real money wagers only that have minimum miles of minus 200. $250 gift card redemption code and steps to redeem gift card will be sent via email within 72 hours. Uber gift card terms and conditions apply. See Caesar.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. See you at the show. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead... 
Use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Welcome back to the second hour of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcasts for these programs are on 1360khnc.com, and my mailing address is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. During the week, I host The Present Truth on this station, 1360, at 2, from 2 to 3 every day, The Present Truth. Okay, now, in the first hour, talking about Russia, Russia's ready to go to her war to be punished. There uh, has been an offense with the children of Rosh or Russia, and the uh, righteous judgment is is about to take place. Two verses, two chapters in the Bible in Ezekiel. Two chapters specifically about Russia. Many Christians don't know about this. Many do. Many we I have been waiting, uh, looking at these verses and waiting for this to come to pass for well, about forty years plus, and now everything is con- everything is the conditions are right with what happened with Russia's going into the Ukraine to keep the forces of the West from putting weapons close to her border. This is a hook in Russia's jaw. We're going to go to chapter 38. I'm going to go through these quickly, but I'm going to be as thorough as I can so you can see that God is ready to judge Russia. Russia is not going to be destroyed in the area north and or to the north east of the Black Sea. Nope, not in her homeland just yet. Okay. Verse, chapter 38, verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog. Gog is the ruling principality that rules over the people of Rosh. It's a spirit. It is a principality in the air. Iran has a spirit that rules over the prince. It's called the Prince of Persia. 
there is a ruling spirit over Iran called the Prince of Persia. Here we have this spirit Gog of the land of Magog, the vicinity, the whole landmass of Russia. The Prince of Rosh and Meshech, Gog, is talked about now as being a prince of Rosh and Meshech, just like there is a prince over Iran, the prince of Persia. The prince of Rosh, Russia, of Meshech and Tubal, the two peoples, the two families, children of Japheth, who was Noah's son. I think Japheth was the oldest. And prophesy against him, not for him, against him, say, this is what the Lord God says. I am against you, Gog, you chief prince ruler, you spirit of Russia, of Meshach and Tubal. I am going to turn you back, put hooks in your jaws, and I will bring you forth and all your army, your horses, your horsemen, which, which would be your tanks, your milit- all your military, everything. They will be clothed in full armor. Saying, Basically, he's saying, they're going to be ready for full-out war. All-out war. A great company, a great company, with buckler shield, completely dressed with the armaments that they need. All of them handling swords in our terminology. So in other words, this situation in Ukraine is a hook. But God says he's going to put many hooks into her jaws. One hook is the pressure, the sanctions the United States has put on Russia economically. That's a hook. EU, uh, to some great degree, Sending arms to the Ukraine, that's a hook. There are many things that you can consider to be hooks, but God said, I'm going to put hooks in your jaw and I'm going to drag you and your armies to where? South. Then in verse 5, Persia, which is Iran, Cush, Put, which would be Libya and North Africa, Libya. Uh, also, Cush would be Ethiopia, is coming also. And they also are going to be with their armaments coming with Russia. Gomer and his hordes, which could be, Gomer could actually be the Ukraine, the house of Togoma, which would probably be Turkey, in the utter, or, or Belarus, in the uttermost parts of the north, all of his hordes, many people are coming with you. Verse 7. So God, Gog, meaning you spirit, you principality, be prepared. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself and all of your companies, all of the men of war that are going to be assembled with you, all of the nations that will come with you, your comrades, be a guard and be a commander for them. Protect them and give them direction. Be a guard. What does it mean, be a guard? 
From who? Who are they to be protected from? The West. From America, the EU, NATO. Now there is another meaning too that we would understand to be protect them from the New World Order and from the plans of the globalists uh, that are that will be successful in ruling the world. Protect them from that crowd. They'll be protected for a little while, but not forever. After many days, or at the end of days, in the latter days, after many years, verse 8, after many days you will be visited, you will be mustered. Mustered meaning numbered. You'll be numbered for service. David mustered the children of Israel. He went out and numbered them. This word mustered is very important in the Christian uh, with us as Christians, we should realize that we also are being numbered. In the whole family of God, God is numbering or mustering, looking to see which of His servants are going to be those that are going to go into the battle initially. Who are those going into the battle? You've heard about that can- that Canadian pastor that stood against the Canadian government when they came in on Easter Sunday last year and he stood against them and he kicked them out of his church that's what it means muster to be counted for serve for battle to stand and that's what that pastor did he has taken his position in the fight and the battle where God has positioned him and now he's in jail for it but For those in the body of Christ that are listening to what I'm presenting, we also are being mustered. We also are being numbered. God is initially looking for those people that He has chosen to begin to put at the forefront. I don't like to use myself as an an example but it's the only example I can think of right now. Prophetically speaking, my studies show me, and the Spirit, as He has trained me, and as He gives me His anointing, I understand we are now getting very close to the Russian war. Not just yet. It may be a year plus out. The forces of the West are trying to trigger Russia to respond. The forces of the West, the spirits that rule the nations of the West, just like Gog is over Russia, these other principalities, if they can create a conflict where Russia is destroyed by nuclear weapons from the West, Russia will not fulfill her prophecy. Do you think the spirits would want to do that? Sure. Satan is always looking for an opportunity to change prophecy. He's not going to happen. Russia is not going to go to war in the Ukraine. Russia is going to protect herself. Russia is going to protect the comrades, the other nations that are going to come with her south to the mountains of Israel, as we'll find out. This is not my view. This is not an opinion. This is what the Scripture says. 
Now you take the scripture and you look at the environment. You look at what is happening in the world. We're in the last days. The prophecy and the destruction of Russia is coming very shortly. Before this happens, Israel is going to have her coming wars. I'll just present this to you briefly. In my notes, where are Russia and the armies destroyed? On the mountains of Israel. How is Israel going to acquire the territory which is going to be present-day Jordan through her early wars before Russia is destroyed? How many nations will Israel defeat before Russia is destroyed? There are quite a few nations that Russia, that, that Israel, quite a few enemies Israel is going to destroy before Russia invades. Is America part of this picture? Is America in the picture? What is, where is, does America sit in the equation? America is provoking Russia. So is America in a roundabout way in the Bible? I don't say a roundabout way. I say in a direct way. Who is coming against Rosh, against Russia right now? Who is involved in the conflict with Russia? America. America is in the Bible. What do we look for in these early years between the last seven years plus 75 days? What do we look for preceding the tribulation in Matthew chapter 24? The early tribulation, the first half. What do we look for? Signs of anguish? Birth pains? This is where we're at right now. Firstly, there's going to be the birth pain. Then we're going to have the middle, the, the first half of the tribulation. Then we're going to have the great tribulation following that. At the end of the seven years, according to Daniel chapter 12, there will be another period. After the 70 years, the, the seven year period is over, there's going to be a 30 day period. And there's going to be after that a 45 day period. And after that 45 day period, that is when Messiah will return. It's very clear in the Bible. But now I got to back out of this and get back to Russia. Back to the study of Russia. After many days, you're going to be visited, you're going to be mustered, you're going to be required. And numbered because you have something you, Russia, have to accomplish. In the last years, in the latter years, at the end of days, you are going to go against the land that is restored from the ravages of the sword, where the people are gathered, many out of the nations, upon the mountains of Israel, which had been a continual waste, but its people are brought forth out of the nations. They shall, de shall dwell, dwell securely, all of them. So Russia is going south with all of the armies of the other nations. Verse 9, you're going to ascend. You're going to come like a storm. You're going to be like a cloud to cover the land. <clears throat> you and all of your comrades. 
your hosts, and many people with you. Not just, there's going to be other, who are the many people? Islamic forces in the Middle East. You, all your hosts, and many people. Verse 10. But this is what I, the Lord God, this is what I say. At that time, thoughts are going to come into your mind. You are going to devise an evil plan. And you, Russia, you're going to say, I will go up against an open country, the land of unwalled villages. I will fall upon those who are at rest, talking about Israel, who dwell securely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. There's a, a deeper meaning here, but I, I don't have time to get into it. Verse 12, to take spoil, pray, to turn your hand upon the desolate places which are now inhabited, and assail the people gathered out of the nations who have obtained livestock and goods, who dwell at the center of the earth, which is present-day Israel, Sheba and Dedan, and the merchants of Tarshish. Sheba, Dedan, I believe, if I remember correctly, from the ancient maps would be kind of an area of Assyria, which would be Saudi Arabia. Dedan, I think, is to the west of Saudi Arabia. Sheba and Sheba would be, I think, North Africa. Uh, and the merchants of Tarshish, with all their lion-like cubs or satellite areas, will say to you, Have you, Russia, come to take spoil? Have you gathered your armies, your hosts, your, your nations to take prey, to carry away silver, gold, to take away livestock and goods, to take a great spoil? Now, the, then he says, uh, so who are these nations that are asking Russia, are you coming to take away this loot? I believe it could be some of the European nations along the Mediterranean. And I do believe in this, the young lions. The lion being initially England and the young lion being America. Verse 14. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to Gog, Gog, thus says the Lord God, in that day when my people Israel dwell securely, Will you not know it and be aroused? Now, Israel is dwelling securely because Israel has gone through her early wars, destroyed the surrounding enemies in Islamic forces and terrorists, and destroyed Damascus. After Israel clears her proximity of her enemies, she's going to dwell securely. This is when Russia comes. Not until. So before Russia is destroyed... Israel, the key, the key uh, ingredient in the batter for building that next cake, the early cake, would be Israel destroying Damascus. Damascus has to be destroyed before Russia comes down. Just giving you what the scripture says here. So you're going to come from the 
no uttermost parts of the north, you and many people with you, all of them riding on horses, a great host, a mighty army. You're going to come against my people Israel like a cloud to cover the land. In the last days, I will bring you against my land. This is God. He's going to bring Russia down. And that the nations may know, understand, and realize that I am God. When my holiness will be vindicated through you, I will be vindicated and honored in your overwhelming destruction, O Gog, before their eyes. So there is a purpose for this judgment that God has been waiting for. There is a reason why God has waited to judge Russia. Because I believe of the anti-Semitism and the hatred of the Jewish people, that is one of the main reasons why God has never forgotten the hatred of the Jewish people in that area. Verse 17. So so this is what the Lord God says. Are you he of whom I have spoken in older times by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days for years that I would bring you, Gog, against them? But in that day when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, says the Lord God, my wrath will come up into my face. My face will turn red. In my jealousy and in my and in the fire of my wrath have I stated, Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking, a cosmic catastrophe in the land of Israel, so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the heavens, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that creep upon the earth, and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall tremble and shake at my presence. And the mountains shall be thrown down, the steep places shall fall, every wall, unnatural or artificial, will fall to the ground. God is going to, in the last, early in the last decade, reveal himself to the nations, reveal himself so that the nations, the people of the world, will know this was God that prophesied the destruction of, of Russia. This is why the Bible and the prophetic word is going to be hated. Because the occult world, they have their crystal ball. Crystal balls, they have their witches, they have the occult world to show them the future. They throw, uh, they sprinkle blood, they, they do all these things. I don't can't even get into it. It's too deep. But God is going to make it clear to the world that He, as God, has told the world what's going to happen. And as He stated it's going to happen, it's going to come to pass. There is an Antichrist that will come. We know Him as Antichrist. The children of Israel don't know Him as Antichrist. They have nothing to do with Christ. They know him as an abomination of desolation that would uh, that will uh, a sacrilegious action in the temple, desecrate the temple. That's how they know him. 
we know him as a coming beast, an antichrist, the abomination of desolation. All that God has stated is going to happen is going to happen. And the occult world is going to do everything to change prophecy. <clears throat> right now, they're trying to bring the tribulation into the world ahead of time. What you're seeing is the occult world pushing to the... I mean, pushing. They'll get away with whatever they can get away with. They're pushing to bring the tribulation into the world sooner than it's supposed to come. Nope. In the name of Jesus, they cannot force tribulation ahead of God's timing. In the name of Jesus Christ, we break their plans, their strategies, and stop their momentum. They have to wait until God says tribulation comes. It will come when God says it comes, not when they want it to come. Even though they'll try to bring it in ahead of time, they have to stop. They have to back off. They cannot provoke Russia into war yet. Russia goes south. Russia is not going to have conflict up there. But when the destruction comes, yes, there will be destruction in the land of Russia. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry every Sunday, 9 to 12, podcast 1360KHNC.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes for the second half of the second hour. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. How would you like some free advertising? Free! 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 free, free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003, and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Tejibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, Sundays, 9 to noon, for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And my, your, I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. My mailing address is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872-872, Longmont, Colorado. 80502 So we're about to see and we are watching we are we are presently we are watching prophecy being fulfilled we're about to see the punishment upon Russia Vladimir Putin has been preparing Russia for this time. The Gorbachev, Yeltsin, they were basically, if you listen to my programs during the week on the uh, on the uh, Present Truth program from 2 to 3 during the week, Monday through Thursday, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin was put in place by Boris Yeltsin. And initially, Gorbachev, right after the, in the early 90s, they were going to, to basically uh, turn Russia over, how would I phrase it? The plan was Russia would become a globalist nation, would become part of a global, globalist plan. They were betraying Russia. Gorbachev, Gorbachev was betraying Russia, and Yeltsin also. But in about 1998, when Bill Clinton began to expand NATO to the east, Boris Yeltsin realized that uh, his nation was about to be destroyed. And I, I believe that Yeltsin, by the hand of God, began to have a change of heart. 
Now, Yeltsin, he was up in a up in the years, and it was too late for him to really try to turn things around. I think he was tired. I think he just mentally was fatigued. I know he was an alcoholic. And I think that he had been watching this young patriot, this Russian patriot, Vladimir Putin. And the last day of the last century, Yeltsin resigned on December 31st. And he appointed Vladimir Putin to be the president of Russia into the new century. This was God himself putting Vladimir Putin there because I believe the hand of God had been with Putin to prepare him, train him to make Russia great so that Russia could fulfill her prophecy. An example I would give along that line, many don't understand the hand of God in history and time as he works with nations. God told Jeremiah that Israel would go into captivity. But eventually, God would bring Israel out of captivity back to her land and make her a nation once again. He was talking about, I'm trying to remember the chapter. I think it was chapter 17. God was saying to Jeremiah that Israel's going to be in captivity. She's going to have been vacant. The land will have been vacant. But the children of Israel have to come back to inhabit this vacant land once again. And at a far off time, like in 1948, Israel would come back to her land, become a nation once again. But before that, Isaiah says, or, or Jeremiah says that God, when it's time for them to come back to their land, Jeremiah phrased it this way in one translation, I will call to them. I will call to the children of Israel to come. Some will hear, but not many. Well, then he says, okay, I call firstly. Then I'm going to fish for them. I'm going to try to catch them and bring them down back to Israel from all over the nations, mainly Europe. Then he said, but they still won't listen. So I'm going to send a hunter. And this hunter is going to hunt them down on the mountains, going to hunt them down in the valleys, everywhere. I'm going to hunt them down and drive them back. Drive them back. The hunter, his name was Adolf Hitler. And the SS, the hunters, plural. The commander of the hunters was Adolf Hitler. So did God use, is Adolf Hitler in the Bible? If he's called the hunter, we know him as Adolf Hitler. And the men with him, the Nazi SS, were they the hunters? Yes. History proves the Bible correct once again. Now, coming back to Vladimir Putin, 
I'm protecting what God says in the Bible and his prophecies. I am for Vladimir Putin. I believe at some point Vladimir Putin became a believer. And I believe that he is fulfilling what God wants him to do. He has allowed the freedom of religion to with the, with the Russian Orthodox churches. He's allowed evangelical Christianity to continue to uh, flourish in Russia, the Pentecostals. He hasn't opposed religion. He is a, a Greek Orthodox. He's a Russian Orthodox believer. But he's being used by God like Adolf Hitler was used by God. Russia has to be made great again. Vladimir Putin is the person that God has chosen to do that. And he has done exactly what God said Russia's to do. To become a great nation with a great economy, a great military, to be great politically. Vladimir Putin has befriended all of the Soviet nations that broke away from Russia. He's still in good graces with these men. And these men are going to join him in his battle to come south according to God's will. We cannot change history. <clears throat> we have, we, it's our duty. I think it's in uh, 25 of Proverbs. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the honor of kings to search out a matter. We, as his kings, are to search the truth out search for the truth in what's happening in the world. What is the truth with Ukraine? Who, who is, who, who's deceiving who? Well, the Christian people are, for the most part, deceived. They don't know Bible prophecy, and so they go along with the narrative of the news and the press in the society. That's going to change as time goes on, because God is going to reveal His plan and the Christians are going to see things in a much better way. Now I'm going to finish out chapter 1 of Ezekiel 38, verse 23. Thus I will demonstrate... Oh, wait a second. I'm going to go to verse 22. No, I'm going to go to verse 21. I will call for a sword against Gog throughout all my mountains, says the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother over the dividing of the booty. So in other words, these soldiers, there's going to be quite a bit that they're probably going to want, want and they're going to fight each other for the loot, for whatever's gold or silver. They're going to fight each other. Now, the Russian army will probably, probably they'll be, they'll, they'll be a together group. But you got the other. You're going to have the armies from Turkey there. You're going to have the armies from Belarus, from Armenia, probably Georgia, 
the old Soviet Georgia. You're going to have the armies from Iraq. I, I'm sorry, Iran there. These people are going to fight each other. They're going to kill each other. God did it in the past, used the armies to turn on each other. He's going to use it again. Verse 23, he'll do it again. I will demonstrate my greatness. I'm sorry, I'm going to go to verse 22. With pestilence, with bloodshed, will I enter into judgment with Gog. Now, God shifts from the battlefield. No, he shifted. He, he's talking now about the battlefield. With pestilence, with bloodshed, I will enter into judgment with Gog. I will reign upon him and his hordes and upon the many peoples that are with him, torrents of rain, great hailstones, fire, and brimstone. Thus will I demonstrate my greatness, my holiness. I will be recognized, understood, and known in the eyes of many nations. Yes, they shall know that I am the Lord. I am Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, who reigns, who rules, who calls forth loyalty and obedient service. This is what the Lord Jesus is doing with his body. He is calling forth loyalty and obedient service to him. To his word. Like I stated last week, the verse where David said, Lord, you have placed your name, you have placed your word above thy name. You have placed your word above thy name. The word of God, the whole word of God, presents to the world God in his greatness, in his might in His glory, uh, a God that is great, a God that is magnificent. The Word of God presents to us all the total of the Godhead. Who calls forth loyalty and obedient service. We're in the time now where God is wanting and mustering His children to come back to Him. It, we are in the, uh, there is the apostate church, the children of God that have left their positions where God has called them to be. They have, they're AWOL. They are no longer in the great army of God. They're on out rest and relaxation. But in these this time now of birth pains, many Christians are going to start to feel the hurt of living their lives without depending on God, without trusting Him. Wisdom begins with fearing the Lord. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And with the hardships that the world is in right now, with the virus, the vaccinations, Lord, God is using this to wake His people up. 
you cannot, we cannot go into next week without God's help. It's a childish thought that we would need God for everything. Think about when you were a child. You didn't think about going to work. You didn't think about how food was going to end up in the refrigerator. You had to trust your mom and dad. You had to trust those that were caring for you. This is a simple principle, but it is a it is a powerful principle with God's children, regardless of your age or how many years you've been in Christ. God has to be your source for everything. We, in a simple way, trust Him for everything. I, I've learned to live that principle. I'm content with where the Holy Spirit has put me. Uh, if someone offered me a brand new top model vehicle, I would not know what to do with it. Because, um, I'll give you an example. Years ago, my wife and I had a, was living in western Wyoming. Great job. Working for one of the mines. I was making good money. We had a home. We had everything we wanted, everything we needed. I bought a car. And it was a little Volkswagen Rabbit diesel. Great car. I loved it. But one day, I had kind of stretched myself out a little bit too thin. And my payments, I think, for that car were like 140 bucks a month. But then I forgot about the insurance, the tags. And it kind of put a little financial st uh, sting. I didn't like it. I mean, I was fine. I was going to get out, give me a couple of months down the road, and I'd have, you know, no problem. But I pulled into the house one day sitting in the car, and I, I started looking, huh, you know, I opened the garage door, pushed the button, went in, closed the door, I'm sitting in that car, and I had a thought, you know, I can't take this thing in the house with me, I can't sleep with it, I can't sit at the breakfast table with it, and I said, that's it, I put it on the, I put it in the paper and sold it. That's where I'm at. I don't have a use for a new vehicle. I need just to get from point A to point B. That's all I need. My life is simple, too simple. It is uncomplicated. Uh, I am a boring person. Uh, you don't want to spend time with me. I, uh, there's, you're, you'd be bored because I'm a boring person. Uh, I'm just boring. Uh, I wouldn't be a good friend. I'm just too boring. You're, you're just, I can't, there's nothing I can offer you. I don't want to go to a concert or a football game. I don't want to do anything. I like to, I'm simple. I just enjoy the day. It's a beautiful day today. Well, I'll have to hold out. We'll be back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Hey, Chris.
Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. signs of the last decade will be the world is going to cry out for justice. That will be one of the big signs early into the last decade and through the last decade. The world will cry. The people of the world, 
the nations, the societies are going to cry. And the word that they're going to cry out is justice. Dear God, we want justice. We want the wicked to be punished. We want the evildoers, Lord. We want their day of judgment to come. This is the sign of the end of the world. The world begins to groan. It groans. And there is no justice. In America, we're still somewhat civilized. But in the other nations, uh, I don't know how the people make it when there's no justice. Law enforcement is corrupt here, but even worse in other nations. Mexico, it is an unsafe place to go. Uh, Canada, it is an unsafe place to go. South America, nothing safe. You don't want to go there. Where do you go? There's a place called Goshen that the children of Israel went to in the book of uh, Exodus, Genesis. They went to Goshen. That is a place that God prepared for them. And the judgments of God did not reach them until the night of the Passover. The death angel flew over, passed over. In a spiritual type, each one of us, our Goshen is Christ. Our Goshen is Messiah. Our Goshen is the Lord Jesus. He is the land that is the safe land that we're to be in. I know it seems simple. The thought is simple. It's not simple. It's real. My Goshen is my Christ. He is the only safe place for me to dwell. He is my tent. He is everything. God has to be simply like that to all of, to all of us. He has to be everything to you. He is your joy, your hope, your Savior. He is everything. We have to be like little children. So, we're going to come back in a few minutes. Podcast 1360KHNC.com, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. So, Rick Rodriguez will be right back for Hour 3 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website 1360khnc.com click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. 
Overnight Friday into Saturday, state lawmakers engaged in a 24-hour debate over abortion. It's now one of the longest debates in Colorado legislative history. The bill being discussed would make the right to end a pregnancy part of state law. Democrats advanced the measure Saturday morning. The Reproductive Healthy Equity Act establishes a fundamental right to either constitute a pregnancy and give birth or end it with an abortion. The legislation comes ahead of anticipated new Supreme Court rulings that could undo the protections women currently have under the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. The bill would also make clear the right to use or refuse birth control, and it points out that embryos and fertilized eggs are not people, so they don't have rights. Dozens of people showed up outside the Capitol for a Right to Life rally during the debate. The bill adopted on a voice vote. It will be on the schedule for a final vote in the coming week. Denver police make a massive haul of illegal drugs with a major bust. One suspect, Arthur Mills, was arrested and probably won't be back on the streets anytime soon. He's facing multiple criminal charges related to manufacturing and distributing controlled substances. Mills was taken into custody after police executed search warrants at two homes. Police say they've confiscated from those locations a huge amount of contraband, 179 pounds, not ounces, of methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, and crack, along with eight to 10,000 pills of that highly concentrated and dangerous opioid fentanyl and some 20 guns. I'm Jim Williams. NBA play last night had the Nuggets hosting the Toronto Raptors. Denver was only down two points at halftime, but got outscored 34 to 16 in the fourth. Toronto went on to win 127 to 115. Bad news for the Avalanche. Coach Jared Bednar announcing Saturday the Avs captain Gabriel Landeskog will be out indefinitely, undergoing knee surgery on Monday. I'm Ted Werbin. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. 
and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Is your fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician. And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits. Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant hyphenflame.com Greetings, welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, I'll be here. And the podcast for the programs, they're all archived on 1360khnc.com. And then you go to the Olive Tree a podcast section for my programs. During the week, from 2 to 3, I host The Present Truth, also podcast on 1360khnc.com. My contact information, P.O. Box Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and... uh, I'm going to continue. I ended by saying that the children of Israel as a people had a Goshen. They had a place to go to that God, after when the, the, the famine came, they had a place to dwell in. Well, Christ is our tabernacle. He is our tent. He is the one that we dwell in. He truly We are truly in Him. And no matter what our condition, no matter where we are in life, He is there with us, no matter what. Now, I'm going to give you an example. I have a friend has a prison ministry. Part as he's been in that work, There's the general population. Then there is the the, the population and the area where they have the murderers. People that have murdered people. Not a person, but many people. Well, he had been asked by some of the women in that, that block 
These are women who had murdered their children. I don't know all the details. But there was one when he began to come in to minister and do a Bible study. Uh, he's very good. He's, he's just a, a very dynamic. And he would come, I don't know if it was week to week, but there was one woman, she was there, but she'd sit kind of back away. She didn't get involved. The other women would like to talk, ask questions. Steve would answer their questions. But the one woman would stay back away. One day, she just came forward and said, You know, Steve, uh, you're good. You're a good teacher. Uh, you have a good experience with God. But if you you have issues from your past with your father and you haven't resolved those matters. He fell down. And he knew that she knew. And he had to take care of that matter. Here is a woman in prison for life, never going to have see the outside of that prison. She's never going to be free from bondage. Don't know what her sin was, who she killed, how many she killed. There is no hope for her to ever leave that facility. But God was with her. She was growing as a believer. She was content. She took her position in life in that prison cell forever until she died with Christ. Christ would be with her. She didn't doubt. And she tells this pastor who is free that he has a problem and he'd be he'd minister in a more powerful way if his problem with his father would be taken care of. She didn't know him, but she knew about him. <clears throat> about him because the Holy Spirit had revealed it to her. Another time, she told him one day, don't trust anybody that doesn't limp. She knew the principle in Genesis where Jacob wrestled with God all night. And at the end of the <clears throat> at the end of that conflict, this person wrestling with Jacob says, Let me go. The daytime's coming, let me go. And Jacob says, No, I won't let you go until you bless me. He already had all the blessings. He had the birthright. He had the the uh, blessing from his father. Still, Jacob wanted more. He would not let go of God <clears throat> until God he until God promised. <clears throat> excuse me, that he would be blessed. 
She told Steve, Don't trust anyone who doesn't limp. <coughs> I apologize. The principle is this. Many of the pastors of this country, and I have to say this because I see what the men, many of the men in the, the positions of responsibility in the body of Christ in America, in evangelical churches, Pentecostal churches, in, in well, of course, evangelical, in the fundamental churches, in messianic churches, it doesn't matter assemblies. Many of the men that have had the souls of men in their charge have never wrestled with God until God would touch them. They don't, they don't limp. They're whole. They've never had <clears throat> these times where they have the deep experience with God so they can be trusted. There are, there are many that I have worked with and I only work with those that I know have been touched by God that have had the humility that have the calling. <clears throat> they're called. Unless they're called by God, I don't work with them. My wife and I have worked with ministries in the past. If they weren't called by God, we would have nothing to do with them. We don't want to further a ministry where the man in the position is there for money, for every other thing than helping God's children. In this country, if your pastor, if you are in an assembly and the pastor has not been touched by God so that he limps and the staff that Jacob leaned on, that staff was Christ. If these pastors are not leaning on Christ for everything, well, and the thing is, the people in the assemblies don't have a clue as to what I'm saying. What do you mean having your thigh touched, wrestling with God all night? My pastor, I don't know if he's ever wrestled with God. Well, if he's full of himself, if he's full of pride, if, if with me, I'm sure of myself, not because I'm full of pride, because I have uh, abilities of any kind, no, I'm confident because when I was young in the Lord, I knew the seat God put me in. I knew the place where He put me in. I was content with it. When I gave my life to the Lord and I went into an assembly to be churched, I knew that I was there to be trained and to be taught the Word of God. I made, I don't know how, but I made a decision because I loved the Word, 
because I knew God had ordained that I be there, I was a good student. I was the best student. Not because I'm arrogant. Because I knew under the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, not even knowing my future, I didn't know why I was so intense concerning listening to the teacher teaching the Word of God. Because I saw God in it. I knew the power of the Holy Spirit in it. And the principles, the ways of God. And I feared. I had the best teachers, the best group of people to work with, the rest of the young people that I was with in Berkeley, California were there for one reason. They wanted to grow. They loved the Lord. They were fervent. They were dedicated. They were given. They were consecrated. Baptized in water. They feared and they knew that they were there and the men who were the elders, if you want to call them elders, or leading brothers, or pastors, there were four, four that worked together. We knew these men, we knew our souls were in their hand. We had to check them out to make sure that what they spoke, they lived. And they did live what they spoke. I knew instinctively to be a good student. <clears throat> To learn. Learn the lessons. In that assembly, later on, years later, I would find out that some of the, in some of the other churches, the men who were leaders were involved with, with other women. <clears throat> they were fornicators. I didn't know about it then. And I thought, my gosh, if I would have done the things that they did, I would have been done. I knew that my anointing would have been gone. I would have no anointing. How is a man going to minister without anointing? How are you going to do anything without the Holy Spirit upon your life, upon your mind? And I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, do we live by two sets of rules? If I did what they did, I would just say, Lord Jesus, take me home. I'm done. I don't have, an, I don't have the anointing on me. The Spirit has lifted. It is gone. Ichabod. <clears throat> but not these guys. Well, they didn't know the deep ways of God even though they were older than I was, even though they were, they had these positions, they didn't know God's ways. They didn't know, they saw the acts of God, but they didn't know His ways. And in this country, this woman tells this pastor, don't trust anybody that doesn't limp that has not been touched by God 
and their natural ability has been dealt with. Many Christians, your natural self has not been dealt with. You're smart, you're intelligent, charismatic, well-to-do, all these things, but you're still natural as an individual because God has never touched you on your hip and you don't limp and you don't lean on a staff trusting Christ. I can talk about Ezekiel 38, 39 and what's coming. It's important that you know the future. But as you go into the future, if you're strong in yourself, yourself needs to be dealt with. If you are too timid, if you are weak and too timid and too woe is me, yourself needs to be dealt with. God takes the weak things and makes them strong. The foolish things of the world. And he takes the wise and the powerful. He doesn't use them. So, early in my Christian life, I had the, the best teachers. I understood the principles of having the self dealt with. Because <clears throat> I am a very strong individual as a person. I have a strong personality. And years ago, I was in the oil business, in the oil fields, selling pipe that goes down the hole after they drill the hole. And I have a, I'm a likable person, charismatic. I am a good salesman. But when I went to work, the Holy Spirit told me for that company out of Texas, you are not to exercise your soul power over the, power, the soul of the companies that you work with. The other salesmen out in the field they were persuasive, they were pushy, they were in themselves, they were soul power, very powerful as salesmen. God would never allow me to do that through the power of the soul. No. And what, what the Holy Spirit does is He takes the natural self, the power in the soul, your personality, and he channels it. He doesn't break you to cripple you, but he keeps you on a tether. He keeps you with a bit in your mouth so he can direct you. And I had stated this before, People that people that are that are bold in Christ, many people think that they're arrogant in themselves. They're proud in themselves. And they misinterpret confidence in Christ as arrogance in the flesh or in the soul. Because Christians don't have discernment. I remember watching Lester Summerall, 
This man was bold. And I never for a moment knew or interpreted that he was in his self and arrogant in himself. I knew he had a calling. And in that calling he had to be bold. In that calling he had to be matter of fact. Because he had been called by God to do something. And in that calling, sometimes he had to be stern, straightforward, and people didn't like it. But, he saved thousands and thousands and thousands of people from the hardships of life because he knew what he was talking about and he knew how to present God to them and the experiences that God had given him so that the children of God that were part of his ministry, they were blessed. Some people, Paul had to tell Timothy, Timothy, you're timid. You're timid. You're kind of, you know, you don't have much boldness. You're in yourself, Timothy. Oh, I'm just a, a nobody. I'm just a... Well, we're all nobodies. But with Christ, we are somebody. With Christ, we are feared by the kingdom of darkness. In Christ, a timid person is greatly feared by the kingdom of darkness. With me and my personality. I'm bold. I have to be. In the world where the Holy Spirit has put me, there's a lot of devil worshipers. There's a lot of evil. I can't be timid. I have to fight. I have to, to take the initiative. Being out in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I began my radio career by the hand of God through a series of prophetic words, and prophecies given to me. I ended up there. This is Las Vegas, Nevada. The culture of sin. This is a gate going straight into hell. The prostitution. Naked women everywhere. I mean, if you're not called by God to be there, you better not be there. Because you will get caught. I warned the people... The Christians, when I was on the radio there, I said, if you <clears throat> have not been called by God to be in this city, you better bail. You better get out. Because Satan will get you. You will be tripped up. And here we're in, in Vegas. Even my wife was very concerned at woe. But I knew, by the Spirit of God, I knew Nope, this is an oasis for me. This is the place where God is going to do whatever He wants to do with me. It's And, and actually, uh, Las Vegas means like a small, like a small grassy watered field. <clears throat> Vegas, like a little little green valley, believe it or not. 
And with you, if you are too strong, you need to be touched. If you're too weak, you need to be touched. I'd never heard such a powerful word when this brother told me what this sister had told him. She's in jail forever. A murderer. But here, she has the wisdom and the deep experience of God Almighty. Even though she had murdered somebody, and she, or I don't know what, how many people. I don't know if she murdered a child, a husband, I have no idea. But Christ said, Jesus said to David, or the Spirit told David, even if I'm in hell, even, David, if you're in hell, I am with you. We're going into hell. We're going into a time like the world has never seen. I'm trying to emphasize one thing. You all in this audience, you need to trust God like never before. If your pastor those around you that are shepherding you, if you're in an assembly, if they have never been touched by God in the hip, if they're strong in themselves, doing everything in the charismatic ways, or because they say that God called them to be a pastor, and you don't have the discernment to know if that's true or not. They haven't been touched. If they don't limp, if they're still full of their own selves, full of their own nature, you better run. Get out. Because they're not going to help you. This is not beat up on the pastors. It's just a beat up on those that have not been called to ministry. Rick Rodriguez. All of Tree and Lampstand Ministry. We'll be right back. Sundays, 9 to 12. 1360KHNC.com. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. 
Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? I had on clean underwear, clean underwear. Yeah, my mama well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Hey, hey, yes, you. yes you. you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media-level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Every Sunday from noon, I'm sorry, every Sunday from 9 to noon, I'm looking at the clock here and it's almost noon. Sundays, 9 to noon, on 1360KHNC.com, if you want to stream it. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com to the Olive Tree Ministry. And I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My mailing information is P.O. Box 872 Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Ordained to be, to have a church ministry on the radio by the hand of God from the foundation of the world. From the foundation of the world. This was ordained that I be on radio. Didn't plan it this way, but through prophetic prophecies, I ended up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and began radio programs there. And here we are, Las Vegas, Nevada, people coming in from all over the world, and listening to a Christian, little Christian station, pay as you go, talking about God and the end time prophecies. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. 
the Bible is the Word of God, proven that it's the Word of God through prophecies. Accurate forecasting in the Bible, prophecies about the end of the world, accurate prophecies, forecasting what will happen in the last 10 years, what will happen with Israel in 1948, what, happened with, what will happen with Adolf Hitler to force Israel, the Jewish people, back to Israel, prophecies about Russia being great. It's happened through Vladimir Putin. The global globalists of the world that tried to destroy Russia to keep Russia from interfering with the globalist plans, but God is using Russia. I was just discussing this past this brother pastor that when it would work with the prison prison systems, and here he is ministering to women who are on death row. And a Christian murderess tells him that you'll do better, your ministry will go further if you are healed from the conflict and the hurts when you were a child, I think, through his father. And he couldn't believe it. And he realized that it really was true. Because there was still this part of his life that had not been covered with the blood and healed, he could not be effective like he should be. How many of you have problems from the past that are keeping you from being effective? This is a real world. We're in a real war. I have a friend years ago. I just had dinner with him, lunch with him last Friday. We stay together. We fellowship. We've gone into McDonald's at 8 in the morning and we're there at 8 o'clock at night. We don't talk about cars. We don't talk about... No. We talk about the deep things of God that have taken place with us through our lives. So we go in. The breakfast, breakfast crew comes. They go home. Lunch crew. They go home. Dinner crew. They go home. We're still there. Night shift. Because God cannot be, I mean, fellowship the whole time. So, how many of you are crippled because of psychological problems? You know, the apostles, they did not, in spite of what they went through, the torture, the torment, the tribulations. God could not use them if they had psychological problems. Their psychological problems had to be dealt with. Hurts from the past, if you want to phrase it that way. Issues. No. Men that are going to be effective in ministry. Many of these pastors in this country have psychological problems. And here they're up preaching to the assemblies and they've got problems they've never dealt with. 
I, I've watched over years women in ministry. One woman, I'm listening to her ministry, and I don't pay any attention to it. I, you know, live and let live. And, eh, I'm listening in the 80s and the 90s and the turn of the century and uh, 10 years ago, and I'm listening and I'm thinking, well, well, you know, a lot of good teaching. Then one day the Holy Spirit said, you better pay attention to this. So I kind of said, all right. I thought, wait a minute. This woman has a problem with man. This woman hates man. She has issues. And she's passing her attitude toward the women in her ministry that are, that are funding her ministry and a big ministry to women. And the Lord said, she hates men. She hates the authority of men. And I'm going, whoa. Then another day, I'm listening in the 90s. Lord said, and she has a problem with her father. There's something that happened with this woman and her father in years gone by. And then one day, boom, she admits it. That she had problem with men because of problems with her father. And she's affected all these women. This is a spirit now in all these hundreds and thousands of women that have been following her ministry and they're affected. They're tainted. They have an offense with men. Many of them have had problems with their father molesting them. God needs to judge and punish the father, but these women need to be healed. And then I'm out in Las Vegas, Nevada with a brother. We go out to have a cheeseburger. I know that with the Messianic crowd, well, you know, we're not supposed to eat cheese and hamburger together. Well, okay, goat cheese. And we're having a burger, and we're talking about this person. And he tells me what I just told you, basically. He goes, she's got bondage. She's in bondage. I said, yeah, she is. And all the women who are in bondage are coming to listen to her. And it's destroying their relationship with the Lord because it's an offense to the Lord. People need to be delivered, not have more prejudices. This is why I have stated that uh, very women in ministry is a very dangerous thing because the fallen angels are always at work and their main attack is on women, especially women who are out away from sound spiritual authority. It's very dangerous. Now, I'm going to go back to this friend in the prison ministry. So now, he is also doing Bible studies with the murder section, murder row, 
and I'd like to have him on sometime. And he's he's now doing Bible studies with men. Well, one day, for some reason, I don't know who this guy was, how many people this man killed, I have no idea. But this man wanted to see this pastor. And the pastor really wasn't too excited to go see this person. He didn't have anything to say to him, didn't really know too much about him. But the friend said that he had been praying. Finally, the Lord said, I have a word for that guy, this guy that you're going to visit. I have a word for him. And the friend said, well, what is it? Silence. No word. You go back, and when you get to his cell, I'll tell you. So he walks back. They take him back. And the guy uh, was not allowed into the general population. He had to see him, like in the movie Silence of the Lambs, he was always kept in his cell. He was never allowed out. This guy had the demons that were so powerful, they could mesmerize you. That's what I, what I picked up from the conversation. He goes back, and he looks into the cell, and here's this guy standing at the back in the shadows. And they just stare at each other. And uh, so the friend says, well, he said, uh, he said, I'm looking at this man. He has no ears. He has no nose. He has mutilated himself. He's a complete, he said, I don't know. I, all I know is he has the figure of an individual, but his nose, his ears, he cut off his eyebrows. This is just a, he said, I was shocked. And the friend tells this man, he says, uh, I have a word for you from God, from the Lord. And this guy said, well, are you sure? Yeah, I do. What is the word? You say God has a word for me? Something to tell me? Yeah. What is it? And he said, I'm just standing there going, Lord Jesus, what am I going to tell this man? Instantly, a verse came to him out of the book of Acts. Do thyself no harm. Do thyself no harm. And this man came forward. This man had mutilated himself. He was not even recognizable as a person. And the Holy Spirit loves him so much that he gives him that verse. Do thyself no harm. From this point forward, you are not to hurt yourself anymore. God knew the hurts of this man. If God knows the hurts of that man, He knows your hurts. He knows, and I promise you, your hurts do not compare to the hurts of this man. So let's stand up. Let's shake shake off this pity, pity attitude many, many Christians have. 
you still have your ears, you have your eyebrows, you have your nose. I think he even cut off some of his fingers. I can't remember. Do thyself no harm, he t- Steve tells this man. This man was in a bad way. To this audience, whoever out there, I don't know who it is that the Holy Spirit is talking to. You are not in a bad way. Jesus Christ is the power of God to help you. He's the power of Almighty God who can help you. Women, no matter what your father or anyone did to you, God was there. He knew what happened. He's witness to it. It's documented. The violations did take place, but God was there. You were not the victims, or you were the victim. It wasn't your fault. Don't believe that lie. And you, re- and you ask God to forgive you and to heal you. And He will. You have your ears. You have your eyebrows. You have your fingers. You have your nose. This man is in jail for the rest of his life. Never going to be free. Never going to visit with anybody. Unless he's got a gun probably to his head so he doesn't kill somebody. But Jesus Christ goes to his cell through a, a friend and tells the man, Don't hurt yourself anymore. Don't cut off any fingers. Don't cut off any toes. Don't, whatever it is you have left to cut off, don't cut it off. Don't mutilate yourself anymore. This man is going to be in eternity. Because God had a word to speak to him. And he knows God is real. God is alive. Here God would come into prison row to the last cell down the block at the end of the corridor. I don't know if they even gave this man a a mirror to look at himself. What could he be going through? If God can help him, he can help you. Nothing, nothing is impossible with God. God wants His children to be whole. He wants His children to be ready for what's coming. If you need help, you ask the Holy Spirit. Firstly, Holy Spirit, you help me overcome this problem. Overcome this hatred. Overcome the past. Help me overcome the past. Wrestle with God. Wrestle with God. And He will help you. Hard times are coming, but you want to be whole. You want to be well. Body, soul, and spirit. God wants you to be so be well, body, soul, and spirit. 
He is God. He will help you. And we're going to finish this hour. End of the program. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360KHNC.com podcast or to this website, to the Olive Tree Ministry. I'll give you my P.O. box when we come back. Be right back. Rick Rodriguez. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue, 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530. Serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654, 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Frosty the snowman. Next Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to Northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five star reviews. Call now for a free in home evaluation, 970 888 6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here, stop the draft.
Well, this is the end of the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And on Sundays from 9 to noon every week, podcasts are on 1360 khnc.com for the Olive Tree Program. And these programs are always streamed. All programs on the station are streamed daily. And my contact information is P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502 Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502 With Jacob he wrestled with God You're going to wrestle with God, and you continue to wrestle till you're victorious. You're going to know when you're victorious, because He will touch you. Your life will change, and you will limp, and you will learn how to lean on Him. The staff was Christ. We have to take that principle and lean on Christ. What did, Jesus, what did John the Apostle do at the Last Supper? He leaned on Christ. This is exactly what we are going to have to do. This is our experience in the future. The Russian war is coming. Wars to Israel are coming. We're in the last decade. Tribulation is coming. Antichrist is preparing to come on the scene. He's there already. <clears throat> Everything is ready for him. They, he wants to come in ahead of time. God says no. He has to wait for his appointed time. But we are being mustered to the great battle <clears throat> that we're going to fight. We've been ordained to this time. Now, we're not on death row. We are free. But one of the great principles and the ways of God is in Genesis concerning Jacob wrestling with God. That is a principle. It's not just a story. There is a great, deep, mighty experience to that. Lean on God. Let him wrestle with God. Let him touch you. God bless you. God keep you. May all of God's love reach you this week. Rick Rodriguez. See you next week, 9 o'clock. Bye for now. God bless you. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Lovell.